Hello there, this is Ed McCarty. Welcome to Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. Hi everyone, this is Melissa Cowan. And this is Jana Burkus. And we're with Hoofing It Podcast with everything horses and livestock. And today we have two special gentlemen, Matthew Job and Rex Buckman. And they are joining us today to tell us about some big events that they have coming up. And I just want to say welcome, Matt and Rex. And Matt, Howdy. tell us what you got planned for us this year. Sure thing. So uh, today we're going to talk about our Flint Hills Ranch and Adventures Company. And over the four days over Father's Day weekend, we have what we call Cowboy Camp Competition. During this competition, we, uh, we bring in cowboys and cowgirls from all over. And uh, usually we have 12 of them. And uh, we're still taking applications right now until March 1st. So if you would like to be a part of this, sign up and join up with us. During this competition, we start every day. We uh, start out with a good hearty breakfast and uh, we wake the sun up. And then we're horseback and, and we're learning prior to what our goals are going to be. So we do sorting, we do roping, we do uh, weighing cattle for shipping. We do all kinds of things, gathering cattle. And we have a lesson on how we do it on this working ranch. And then, uh, and then we turn them loose and we uh, critique them, we judge them. And each event, they're going to get prizes from some of our awesome sponsors. And then at the end of the event, end of the whole four days, we crown a top hand cowboy or cowgirl and uh, they get multiple more prizes. Last year we gave her away. I don't know, $5,000 or so. And this year we're looking to be bigger. Well, that's some great prizes, it sounds like. Well, and a great opportunity to learn how many people actually get to go chase a cow or follow a cow or just even ride their horse in the Flint Hills. No kidding. I mean, who gets that opportunity? This will be great. You know, there's some things. This. Matt's come up with this event. Matt and I started partnering, what, about four years ago or so? And Matt's been really good to have ideas about new things that we can do. And there's some things I really like about his cowboy camp. Uh, It's long enough. It's enough days that, uh, you know, you get get to do some serious improvement on your skills, skill level. And and it becomes... uh, the other thing I like about it is that the people get to know each other, you know, so we, we start out strangers and end up friends and sometimes kind of like family before we get done. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, I'd love that. I really enjoy it. And, and Matt's done a, a really good job of getting sponsors. Um, so there's some, there's some prizes and, you know, we don't always have to compete, but I do think that competition is a way to get better it's really hard to improve your skill level if you don't have something to shoot for exactly it, it so. makes every it, it when you get educated and then you push that education out there just a little bit it makes you try and and i think you retain a lot of stuff too when you get to do the hands-on that you guys are doing trained before then they get to do it and then you know it 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 just makes 
makes it good good learning, doesn't it? It does. Well, and I know a lot of people that have never experienced anything like that, and this gives you a huge opportunity to live off the land and <laughs> live out there the in the wild. Yeah, it's a cowboy experience for sure. And I I just think that people will love doing that. Mm -hmm. And Tell us how last year went for you. Yeah, so this is our third year. Uh, first year, uh, Mandel Denman, he's from Illinois. He's Illinois Cowboy. He won our champion top hand. Last year, we actually had a young lady from uh, southeast, southeast Missouri, southwest Missouri. Sorry, she, uh, she won our top hand. And uh, so really good turnouts. We've had some really good competitors and some really fun competitors. So you don't have to be in Kansas. This is anybody, anywhere, right, that brings their horse? Absolutely. It helps if they have a little bit of knowledge, you know, as far as, you know, decent rider. But everything else, we're going to train them how we do it at the Bar U Ranch. And the age limits? There is none. Last year, and I believe this year again, we had a 14-year-old uh, young lady. And uh, our oldest competitor was probably... Probably 58, I think. Awesome. That's so good. Mm -hmm. I love that. Now, so far, uh, the people that have come have wanted to bring their own horses. They've wanted to, um, you know, they'd want to get farther with their own horse. But the, you can lease a horse for me oh. and do the competition. So you're leasing horses, so. too. That is great. Which would be great if you um, wanted to, you know learn yourself and, and your horse was green broke maybe you weren't a trainer and wanted to learn a little bit better so that you could go home and help help your own horse right rex or <laughs> that, you know. that's right and you know through the years and the different events that i've put on trail rides and one thing and another there there's an advantage to riding somebody else's horse um that horse is used to the country he's used to the work and so if your goal is to work on your very own personal skill level, sometimes you can do a better job of working on your skill level on somebody else's horse that already knows what he's doing, yeah. you know. Well, horses train people sometimes. <laughs> There's no doubt for about good it. And, <laughs> for good and for bad sometimes. <laughs> yep. And sometimes you get a hard knock on knowledge. <laughs> that is That's awesome true. that you're having horses. Is this a family thing for you guys? Does your you know wife and kids get involved in this with you? Yes. Uh, tr my wife, Teresa, does a lot of the cooking. And Angie comes along and uh, helps with the deal. And Anthony's always there for entertainment. <laughs> oh, yes, of course, Anthony. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. He usually oh, can find Anthony branding cattle with a bag of Cheetos in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life is good. I'll you always, know, get your mineral and you go for it. We 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 really try to have a good time. You know, I think that all of us need to realize, or I do, whenever I approach horsemanship, I'm I'm interested in keeping people safe so they don't get hurt, okay. and I'm interested in them having fun. You know, because yes. um, that's that's what we have these horses for is is for our enjoyment and entertainment. You know, but. Anthony, one time we had a Brandon, and Anthony was running up and down the top of the uh, gooseneck trailer, and you can imagine what kind of a racket that was making, and the horses were jumping around, and I said, Anthony, did you know you're scaring those horses? And he said, yes, and they'll get used to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
Good job, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Matt. That's so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, Rex, um, I knew at one time you had a bed and breakfast. Does Do you still have? Can they um, bunk out? What's the sleeping arrangements? What do people expect? Do they get their bedrolls and come out and sleep under the stars? Most of the people come and live in quarters trailers. This time of year is generally not cold. And so those those air conditioners for the living quarters trailers are, are an advantage. We don't actually operate our house as a bed and breakfast anymore, but there are bed and breakfasts in town that uh, if someone didn't have a living quarters trailer and wanted to... Uh, uh, drive back and forth from town there's that option you know and of course of course you can set up camp too but if it's 80 degrees before daylight in the morning sometimes the cowboy teepee's not too friendly yeah, no, it wouldn't be would it <laughs> so do you guys yep. have like the campfire dinners then or how does that work do you chuck wagons a um, little bit of everything yes so we we cook breakfast about 4 30 in the morning on open fire and then uh, get going, have our have our education, have our competitions. Then we usually at lunchtime, sometimes we'll go up to the ranch headquarters and have lunch at the house and such. Um, often on Saturday evening, we kind of have a campfire cookout, usually have some, some good vittles there and uh, have a little bit of music entertainment and such. And then we usually have um, an old cowboy preacher from down in Alabama, David Ferris, he comes up, and uh, we have a little church on Sunday morning, and and uh, so on. So there's a lot of other activities besides just the competition. That's fun. That mm-hmm. sounds so fun. So do they? They need to bring their own ropes. Do you have ropes? What you know? Are they going to rope? Are they going to? Yes, we'll definitely be roping. Like I said, we we do some cattle sorting. Um, we usually have strays in the wrong pastures, and we'll go sort pastures and fix that up, and and uh, we do some gathering. We do some weighing for shipping. We uh, we teach them about roping, and we usually go rope some things. Typically, our, our branding and everything's already done by that time of year. And uh, but there's there's we have an obstacle course. There's there's quite a few different. Last year, I think we had seven different competitions they competed in. Oh, that so gives fun. them a lot of different things yeah. to learn. And... What an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Flint Hills is gorgeous. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. The video I saw that you guys put out there for the last year's competition, I, the it was just beautiful country. That was on RFDTV or what, Cowboy Channel? Or yes. what, what was that on? Yes. And so, again, this year, uh, Better Horses TV is filming, and uh, it will be aired on RFDTV and the Cowboy Channel. People aren't allowed to just come watch because you guys are all over the place, right? Right. It would. We're not saying they can't, but it would really be hard for them to watch. Yeah, that's what I was saying. How many do you take? Twelve competitors. That's what you say. Okay. People able to register now for this? Yes. So from now till Mar- uh, till March first, they send in a bio, and on March first. We're going to uh, pick the, the top 12 contestants and uh, then let them know who, who made the list. Oh, that's fantastic. How many Suspense. average do you normally get applying for this event? Oh, not not too terribly many. I mean, between, you know, usually 20, we have 30. a few extra. 
yeah, something like that. Not not too crazy. Okay. Well, we we try to limit the the number of uh, uh, customers that we have so that we can preserve the integrity of the event. So that it, you know, if you've got if you've got too many people and too few cows, um, yeah, then there's too many people watching instead of working. Right. If but it would be sense. hard to get that training in too, because you're trying to train these indi- individuals to really be able to do this. So that would yeah. be hard. Yeah. Yep. And along with our company, Flint Hills Ranch and Adventures, this is just our own, this is our only competition event. In the spring and in the fall, we have cattle drives and we have brandings and we have cattle working. And so there's other opportunities for customers to come out and uh, enjoy the Flint Hills with us and, and learn at that time also. This is just kind of a special event, really brings in some good competition and, and really a lot of fun. Oh, I think it sounds like a blast. Mm-hmm. You bet. And then the the other thing is uh, Matt and I try to plan um, a numer- numerous events throughout the year. But if if people have a, a like a family group or a small group or or they want uh, like we do have uh, some organizations that call us and ask us to custom design a, an event for them to fit their goals and needs, you know, so we can do that. We've really got some pretty country to work in and, uh, and we've got some really good cattle to work on. You know, our cattle are really gentle, which makes it um, work extremely well for uh, training purposes. Like this year we had a, uh, or last year we had a breakaway roping competition and we just, we just gathered up the cattle in the middle of a 600 acre pasture and the people that weren't roping held the calves and the other people went in and roped. So uh, our cattle are gentle enough. Usually during a roping event, we usually have quite a few of the cows laying down chewing their cud while we're working. Oh, wow. That's (laughs) great. Well, the thing I like about it is, um, you know, when in a fast paced competition, uh, things move too fast to learn. You, uh, you know, you, if you can train your horse at a slow speed, then you can speed up. But if things are moving too fast, for one thing, Matt and I can't tell them what to do fast enough. The cow's already gone on, in a fast cow. But on these cows, we can tell them what's fixing to happen and before it happens and help them prepare for it, you know. Hey, Melissa, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is sponsored by Better Equine, the manufacturer of BE saddle pads, Bee Tree Products, skin and body care, and Living Life Ranch, located in Gardner, Kansas. And, and now, now we're back. back. Do you guys work on the training like the first day, or do you train as you go? How does that work? How's the flow? We train as we go. So, like, if we're going to say we're, next thing we're going to do is sorting, we uh, we demonstrate, hey, you know, a horse or a cow has a flight zone. You know, a cow, if you're pushing on the hind end, they're obviously going to move forward. If you're pushing on the front end, they're going to slow down, stop, or go backwards. You know, pushing on the side may move them this direction. And so if, if our objective is sorting, we're going to take some time and show them all the pressure points on the cattle. And then we're going to work with them individually 
to feel and to see those pressure points, then we're going to have our competition on sorting. Okay. Same same thing if we were roping. We're going to show them different loops, uh, different ways the cattle should be facing, different ways to approach the cattle, and uh, and how to throw the loops, and then what to do after you throw the loops, how to handle your ropes, how to handle your horses. Then we're going to have a roping competition. So we it, we give them education prior to doing the event. Okay, that's great. We we also we also interrupt the event as needed. Like, you know, if, if we're in an obstacle race and everybody's running so hard that their horse is not ready for it and they can't control their horse, we might stop everything and say, now, listen, let's, let's talk about how we're going to do this so that we're safe, you know, mm-hmm. that Absolutely. sort of thing. Perfect. Yeah, that was my next question, actually. I was wondering how you guys would handle that if something wasn't quite going well. Yep, we stop and fix it, address it then. That's great. It's a good learning moment and a good teaching moment. Mm-hmm. And so what time did you say you guys get started on each day? What, what, what's the rise and shine? Let's get, let's get going time. Yeah, usually starting a fire at 4.30 in the morning. Um, we separate into teams. So each team is in charge of cooking breakfast one time. Great idea. And then uh, yeah. after breakfast, then we're uh, saddling ponies and, and headed to whichever part of the ranch we need to head to. And we'll start our education. And then we'll we'll do our event, and then uh, usually we try to be back at uh, ranch headquarters at lunchtime, and uh, usually that time of year it's it's pretty warm anyway, and so we'll have our lunch, and then we'll take a break for a few hours, and then meet back up for uh, supper and evening festivities. So people have some free time then on their you know that they can just chill out and and just relax and enjoy the the country then. Yes, ma'am. They enjoy each other. They can take a nap. They can do whatever they wish to do. That that sounds so nice. I love being outside and and doing those kind of things. That that just sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. I think that's great that you guys are doing this. Yeah. What an opportunity for Mm -hmm. all of us. You know, the the other thing we've been doing that I really like is that there's uh, the educational component goes beyond like Billy Barkus has been doing uh, saddle pads and saddle fitting, and um, we try to bring people in to talk about um, things that can improve their their horsemanship experience, you know. Our goal is to have a lot of fun and make a good show of it, but we want them to go home a better horseman than they came and take home a better horse than they brought. What's the dates again, and what part of the Flint Hills are you? is this event in, and where can they sign up? Sure. So the best way to uh, reach us, you can always call me. My number is 660-537-9542. If you get on Facebook, you can go to our page, Flint Hills Ranching Adventures, and uh, the sign-up information is on there. you got to fill out a bio and send it in, and then um, it we do these events out at the Bar U Ranch, which is northwest of Strong City, Kansas. And uh, it's a four-day event over Father's Day weekend. So we, what we do is we meet up Thursday night, have a little icebreaker and have supper and get to know everybody and uh, kind of hand out the, the loose itinerary. And Friday morning we start and uh, we end usually Monday at lunchtime. 
Okay, perfect. That'd be a great Father's Day gift for someone. I sure would. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure would. All right. Well, we're so glad to talk to you guys today. Mm -hmm. and It's been a pleasure. You guys are great. Keep the that, cowboy going. That's right. Absolutely. So, yep. So, the, all y'all listening out there, get signed up. We need some new blood coming in. And it's a great opportunity for knowledge and for fun. But it's also a pretty good feather in your hat when you walk away with that Flint Hills Ranch and Adventures top hand belt buckle. Yeah, that would be amazing. All right. All right. Thank Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, You're Rex. welcome. You bet. You can find links to the website at bhalnews.com. Subscribe with us to follow our podcast and please provide a review. We appreciate your positive feedback, which enables us to provide our free podcast. Music provided by Ed Mahan. Copyrights by Everything Horses and Livestock.